Hi there, this is Harry and welcome back to my podcast where I try to help you to get a better understanding of the English language so you can improve your ability to talk to people, to communicate, to have conversations. For this particular podcast, we're going to take a look at sounds and we're going to look at sound words or words about sounds and then I'll give you um, an example of them and when you might hear them, when you might need them and when you might use them. As always, I'm going to start off and just give you the list that I'm going to go through and then we'll take them one by one. Okay, so these are sound verbs. Okay, so buzz. So everything will be to, to buzz, to howl, whatever. Okay, so buzz, howl, whimper, crunch, whoosh, rattle, squeak, puff, thud and tinkle. Okay, and as I said, all of these are sound verbs, so all of them will be preceded by to, to buzz, to howl, to whimper, to crunch, to whoosh, to rattle, to squeak, to puff, to thud, to tinkle. Okay, and all of them will have particular uses and in different circumstances that we use. Some people use them quite differently, some use them in many ways, but they're not completely unusual some of them might be a little bit unusual to you but they all define something explain something and really when you listen to the word and my explanation and then you hear the noise you'll understand why there, there's a connection okay so let's start off with buzz so when we want to buzz somebody it's about ringing the the doorbell okay so we stand outside and there's a two-way communication from the street to the apartment and you ask them could you buzz me in, please? Yeah. So somebody buzzed, and the door opens, the door closes, and you walk in. Or we can talk about a telephone call and say, "Why don't you give me a buzz later?" Yeah. So it comes from the fact that old telephones used to go buzz, 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 buzz. So somebody is trying to contact you. And we also have a, a way of using this in a sort of a informal phrasal verb: buzz off. Yeah, meaning go away, leave me alone. And of course, this comes from the fact that buzz is the noise that bees make, buzz, or some flies, yeah? Okay, so when we tell somebody to buzz off, we are waving away or trying to get rid of some insect that has been annoying us. But most important, to buzz means to, to ring a bell or give me a buzz later on to, to, to call on the, the telephone. Next, howl, like a, a wolf or a dog howls. Ow! Yeah, ow! To howl. And uh, dogs or wolves often howl at the wind. Yeah, they ow! Screech or scream. It's a way of connection. It could be a mating call. It could be several of those things. When humans use howl, we usually use it to, to be annoyed with somebody. To howl at somebody means to get angry or annoyed because something has gone wrong. Yeah, Or we might howl in pain when we drop something on our foot. Oh, ow, and you scream and you curse perhaps, but you have pain and we talk about howl. Or don't howl so much. Okay, so to howl. Next one, whimper. And whimper is the almost opposite of howl because whimper is this little like a, a puppy who has been hit or is cold or is 
has been abandoned. They lie there in a small little ball and they whimper. And it attracts your attention. So children also whimper when it's not a full cry. It's, uh, you know, if they're upset or you've shouted at them or scolded them and they sit there with their finger in their mouth and a few tears down the face and they're very feeling very sorry for themselves and very sad it's a little whimper the only thing that came out of them was a whimper a little cry or a little yelp but not a very loud noise a whimper next crunch the icy snow crunched underneath my feet as i walked across the field so you have this picture in your mind of walking across a field covered in snow. It's early morning, so the snow is a little bit frozen, icy in parts, and you're walking across in your heavy boots and you can hear the sound underfoot. Crunch, crunch, like walking on cornflakes, yeah? So crunch, crunch as you walk across that field. So there's a, a sound of a crunch. Or as you walk onto a gravel pathway, you know, with these very small, loose stones, you can your feet crunch as you're walking across the gravel or if you drive your car over the gravel that you'll hear the crunch of those little stones underneath the wheels of your car crunch and when we're eating rice krispies or cornflakes or other flaky breakfasts like that and there are other flavors available as the ad say you crunch the food hung no no yeah and your mother or father might say to you don't crunch your food, you'll break your teeth. Crunch, crunch, crunch. But some foods, it's just hard to avoid crunching because that's what you do. You crunch. And there's a very lovely chocolate bar, I think it's a Cadbury's, called a Crunchy. C-R-U-N-C-H-I-E. And it's got this golden honeycomb middle, almost like uh, dried honey, covered in chocolate. And you certainly crunch that when you bite into it. Very, very tasty. A crunchy bar. Haven't had one in years. Okay, crunch. The next word is whoosh. So if you are cycling along on your bike and you go over a sharp thorn or stone in the street and immediately you get a puncture and you get this whoosh and the air escapes from your tyre almost immediately. Okay, so when you hear that whoosh sound, you know you're in for a problem because the tyre will be flat within split second. The bike will come to a shuddering stop and you'll have to try and fix it. That happened to me, well, not last year, the year before last. No bicycle kit with me, of course. No spare inner tube. It Unfortunately, it was the front wheel and the inner tube of the, the wheel, when I went on, only a few yards got stuck around the wheel, so I, I couldn't even cycle it or push it i had to carry the bike i think i carried it seven or eight kilometers <laughs> i was exhausted when i got home so yeah the whoosh as the air leaves the tire whoosh and whoosh is also the the sound of uh, the winds blowing in a certain direction or up a narrow street you hear whoosh as the the wind blows not constant but you know, or if you open a door and you, you feel the rush of the, the wind, whoosh, it, it comes. Uh, even that sound when you're standing in the underground and before the train arrives at your platform, you hear this whoosh as the train coming along the, the tunnel pushes the air in front of it. You get this whoosh sound. Listen out for it the next time. 
Next word, rattle. Well, lots of things rattle. Keys rattle in your pocket. Yeah, Something small in, inside something big will rattle. You put a coin inside a jar and shake it, it will rattle. You've got a problem with your car engine and there's a loose screw somewhere and as you go over a bump, everything will rattle. Yeah, So you take the car to the mechanic in the garage and say, I don't know what's wrong with this car, but you know, when I'm driving along, I get this rattle sound and he asks you to explain it and you try to explain what it sounds like. Well, you know what it is. It's a rattle. So perhaps the exhaust pipe underneath the car has come loose and when you're driving, you get this vibration, rattle, rattle, rattle. Yeah. Or if you're sitting in your apartment or house and you turn on the central heating for the first time as the hot water goes through the pipes, they will rattle a little bit as the pipes expand and they're not as tight as they should be, particularly in an old house. So you get the rattle, rattle, rattle. Mm -hmm. Or you're traveling in old-fashioned train along old-fashioned train tracks. The train rattles from side to side. Yeah, they're Not now because the, all the tracks are these joined-up continuous tracks and these super-fast trains. But the older uh, trains in some countries still rattle along. If you try to keep a baby happy, we used to have an old toy called a rattler which is exactly the same it when you turn it around in your hand it makes noises and the kids laugh at it laugh at it yeah so our babies rattle so it's a little toy with um, either made of wood or plastic and inside there are some beads or little stones and when you shake it it rattles and the, the the children laugh at it and it's a way of keeping the child occupied next word squeak of course the obvious sound here is the squeak of a mouse. Uh, our son is in university and we got a, a panicky text from him the other night saying he had a rat in his apartment. Of course, it turned out to be a mouse and I'm sure the mouse was more frightened of him than he was of it. So he could hear the squeaking of the, the mouse as it was sitting on the floor of his apartment. So mice squeak, doors squeak if you don't put any oil on the hinges, you know, the, 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 down the side of the door and you open it, you go, the squeak of the door. So you have to apply some oil uh, and that will um, sort it out. Or if you've got um, a problem with your car or your bike, you might have squeaky brakes. So when you apply pressure on your handle of your bike, you get a, a squeaky brake and it might be that there's some dirt there or it's a bit wet, but you have to clean it. So squeak. Next one, puff. I stood puffing hard after the two mile run or the two kilometer run. So puff is that, <gasps> you're puffing hard, meaning you're trying to gasp for, for air to fill your lungs because you're completely exhausted. So if you haven't trained for a quite considerable, considerable amount of time, you get this puff and we often use the expression i'm completely out of puff mean i'm out of wind i'm out of air i'm i'm really struggling here yeah so i've no puff so it's a very informal way of saying you're um winded or you're out of air or you're just having difficulty catching your breath and we say a puff of wind yeah so if we're there on a very still day a very calm day but suddenly you just get this little puff and it's a little breeze comes from nowhere and you feel, oh, that's nice, nice and cool, a puff of wind. Or we say, oh, the day is 
so calm, so peaceful. There's not even a puff of wind. So use it in the negative. Puff. Next, thud. Well, a thud is a heavy sound. Thump, yeah, thud. The book dropped onto the floor with a loud thud. Yeah, so as it hit the floor, a loud thud. So this banging noise. It's usually just one noise or it could be several noises. The thud mean could be the footsteps of somebody with heavy feet or heavy boots who's coming along a wooden floor. Thump, 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 thump. The loud thud as they approached the armies as they march along the streets. You get the thud, thud, thud as the feet hit the, the, the ground and they've got these big heavy boots. So thud. And then finally, tinkle. This is a strange little word, okay? So um, it's got a, quite a few uses. We, as we said before about buzz, we can also say give me a tinkle means give me a call sometime, give me a tinkle, because it might be just a very soft sounding telephone ring on your telephone. Tinkle, tinkle, yeah, so it's a little ding, 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 ding. That's a, a tinkle. But they use it in a, lots of um, uh, other situations. And um, if you don't mind me introducing some toilet talk tinkle can be the sound you make when you pee or urinate into a toilet yes that's it exactly and it's in the oxford dictionary so if you don't believe me you can look it up because that's the definition of tinkle okay so t-i-n-k-l-e for those who don't believe me okay so there are the, the verb sounds uh, and the um, different words that we use to uh, tell or differentiate certain sounds so let me give them to you again buzz howl whimper crunch whoosh rattle squeak puff thud and tinkle okay well that's the podcast over i hope you enjoyed it and if you did enjoy it well why don't you tell your friends about it so they can get some enjoyment and fun as well and if you want to contact me well as always, you can contact me on www.englishlessonviaskype.com. Very happy to get your comments to include or to exclude something or to improve something. Okay, so until we meet again, thanks for listening and join me again soon. Okay, so while I have you here, I want just to give you some information about the Easy Peasy English Club. So when you find your way onto my webpage, look out for the link to the Easy Peasy English Club. It's effective and efficient and economic way for you and your friends to learn the English language. For a very small subscription fee, you get access to me one lesson each week. That's 52 weeks and 52 lessons, one lesson per week, pre-recorded by me. And in addition to that, you'll have useful exercises linked to the lessons and lots of other helpful information and courses all available on that particular site. It's great value, so tell your friends about it, have a look at it and join up.